Sup, everybody. Welcome to Moments with the Mobleys. I am your man, Johnny Mobley Jr. Hey, y'all. I'm his wife, Deidre. And we are something like an ordinary couple. With extraordinary purpose. Mobley, what's going on? You, babe. What's good with you? I done told you I'm going to take your phrase from you if you can't remember to say it. Greetings, salutations, accolades, and blessings. I'm going to take it from you. I'm going to start saying it. Sorry. How was your day? It was good. It was good. How about yours? You good? Mm-hmm. You hungry? They're going to say, why is she always on here eating? Yeah, all the time. She need a snack once we come home. I do need a snack. That, um, that's what I just said. Mm-hmm. She need a snack. Mr. Meadows over there playing uh, arts and crafts. I think he grading papers. Oh. Talk about playing arts and crafts. He grading papers. All right, y'all. So we gonna get started. Um, your boy gonna have to dip out a little early, so I don't You're know. If me early, my yo. wife will be able to finish these by herself. But tonight you know, I'm is I'm equipped well. I know you equipped well, but I be having I be wanting to be a part of it. So you might have to talk about something else Mm-mm. and leave them questions. Some, finish some things out. I'm, I'm not gonna go in too depth, too much depth. So tonight, I'll um, save for you. so tonight we um doing what everybody's familiar with. We do um acts. Ask the Mobleys, and we got some questions in from some listeners, so mm-hmm. we're going to be reading them and talking about it. You want to yes. go ahead and read the first one, Mo? You want me to go ahead and read the first one? I would like that very much, so. Very good. Stop. Stop. Hey. Hmm? What you heard? You want to tussle with me? I ain't trying to tussle with you. Okay. So, listen. The first one says... I never, ever thought I would get to this point, but I am here. Mm. My husband and I have been married for a few decades. A few means three. Decades mean ten. So that's about 30 years. Mm. And he has always been a drinker. But it has been out of control for the past ten years, on and off. He has crashed multiple cars, gotten a DUI, and some other things. Mm. He refuses to admit he has a problem But I know he does. The problem is this. I am now ready to divorce him. I am not a drinker, never have been, and it's way too much for me now. He is and always has been a good man besides the drinking. He provides, he cooks, cleans, does the laundry, etc. It's just when he drinks, he passes out and makes poor decisions. How you pass out and make poor decisions? Um, he can he never poor decision before he pass out. Okay, he can never, never just have one drink. I love him, but I feel like he is cheating on me with the bottle. He doesn't cheat on me with people. He just can't keep his lips off this bottle, off the bottle. I feel in my heart, mind, soul, and body. I'm ready to leave. I just don't know how. Thoughts, suggestions, anything good, sound advice is appreciated. what you say? It's a sensitive subject. Um, it is. He, Yeah, he has a problem. Most alcoholics don't know they got a problem until something horrible happens, um, whether it be physical or um, get to a place where they're mentally just tired. Um, but like we've said before, the alcohol is a byproduct of something else that's going on. So 
um, he definitely need to get in in rehab and get that taken care of and then probably talk to a therapist. But if he's not seeing this as a problem, huh? That's the first problem. Yeah, that he's that's, not, seeing this he's as not a admitting it. Um, and from what you're saying is he, he is a good man. He provides, he does all the list of stuff you said, clean and everything else. Um, he just don't make good decisions where he's in the car. So he's an endangerment, not no, to not only himself. Yeah. Just drinking. So period. he's an endangerment, not only to himself, but to everybody else, including yourself. Right. So, um, Yeah. It's just been going on that long. It's a then long time. It's a good, it's a probably a good chance that he does not believe. He probably actually doesn't he believe. It yeah, that he got you know it under control. Can function. So, um, but she says he's he's had multiple. He's crashed multiple cars. Prayerfully, he didn't. Nobody got hurt. Gotten a DUI and some other things. Yeah. But he refuses to admit. All those are red flags. Every last one of them are red flags. Crashes, DUIs, all those are red flags. So the only other thing now that can happen is something, you know, escalated to a different level. So, yeah. Um, so I would ask you, you leaving him, she said she want a divorce. She want to leave. She just don't know how. So... I would say you leaving him. <sighs> you want me to say what I think until you think about that? No. Well, you, I mean, I'm assuming you haven't accepted it. You, you don't believe that you accepted it for these 10 years. Um, but, the reality is you have accepted it because you haven't left. Nothing's changed. And I think you probably was just waiting, waiting on a change to happen. Um, although we, we don't believe in divorce. Um, I don't know if it will be safe to say for you to, to have a separation from him because his life that he's living right now, that part of it is toxic and because y'all are married and y'all are one, that when he drinks and does all these things, it affects you. And that in itself, even if he don't does, does not do it for himself, he should want to do it for his family. Mm -hmm. And if he don't do it for his family, that's being selfish. He's thinking about himself. So at this point, you know, I would say that the, the healthy start would be you separate from him. Um, get a separation and have him do what he do on his own. Um, and then you kind of just get to a place to where you maybe get some therapy through the trauma you've probably been through over these 10 years and find your, find your place, your, your, your footing again. And then, you know, get to a healthy place. That's, that's a lot of stress to be up under when somebody's drinking and, and yeah, that's just a lot. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's my, and so a healthy separation. Um, um, and I don't know. And, and, I, and I'm not saying that to play no games with him. Um, but 
but maybe like you have an to ultimatum, remove. You have to, you know? yeah. I wouldn't even say for ultimatum. And this is this that this need to be really a decision. Like yeah, this need to be a decision strictly on your mental health. You need to separate from that. Um, and if he's not willing to do it for himself, then you can't make him do it. So what does he want you to do? Just sit around until somebody called and say he dead? Or has killed somebody. Or has killed somebody. And then he can't live with that. And then all that's now, you know, your response. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot. He needs to make a decision. That's it. He just needs to make a decision. So I would say a healthy separation for yourself. And like I said, don't, don't, it's not playing no games. I'm going to leave you high. I'm gone. And then he said, baby, I'm going to do good. And then you go back. That's why I said put in the work. If you want to separate from him, go ahead and separate. Healthy break. Go in your own corner and establish your footing again. Get yourself back on a healthy track, healthy mind, you know, all those good things. And allow him to be responsible for himself and do that. Because right now, ain't nothing changed in his life. He wrecking cars and getting DUIs. But, I mean, if... I'm I'm not thinking he ain't killed nobody because that's a trauma that's pretty deep. Um, but he tore up cars and he probably just get new ones, get different ones. And then if he got a DUI and, you know, he ain't went to jail or nothing. So nothing has happened. He hasn't lost you. Um, nothing has changed. So he has no repercussions. So in his mind, he good. He good. Yeah. As we always, um, as we always say in response to questions where something is, you know, surface things are happening, um, we always say, you know, like what is the root of it? Um, why is he, you know, is he given reasons for why he's drinking so much? You know, have y'all has he has he ever been in counseling for it or rehab or? you know, going to AA or, you know, whatever have you, uh, meetings and how has, you know, how has that went? So there are more things surrounding this question that I would like to know. Um, you know, has he been, have, have you tried to hold him accountable to seek help for it? You know, and has he been willing to do that or, you know, at any time, because I know you say he doesn't admit that he has, a problem, so I probably just answered my own question. Yeah, I about to say um, he he. The problem is that he doesn't get want to acknowledge that he is, and it's probably just to, you know, some people started as um, a pastime or something like that. I was talking with um, somebody the other day, and they were saying that their family member like started as an occasional mm -hmm. drinker, you know, uh, work functions stuff like that. Um, and then it turned into where it began being, you know, just the, you know, she like up the ante. So, it, you know, it was happening more. Yeah, that was, that was um, usually happen. It was happening more. And then it, you know, started being a a, a crutch or, um, or an out for the, 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 the arts of life that was happening. You know, the yeah. things of life that were happening. Work, you know, high demanding job. Um you know, you're responsible for, you know, you got a husband. So you're trying to make sure everything is taken care of at the house and you have kids and all these things going on until it became um, like a real problem. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, uh, 
they were just saying that the person got into the point to where they were trying to be a functioning alcoholic. And some people and do that. And it it but it didn't work. Yeah. And then, you know, the kids, the, the spouse trap was trying to keep it away from the kids. And for for a time the kids, you know, weren't aware of what was going on, you know. Um, because the spouse tried to keep it from them, but then as the kids got older, they figured it out. Yeah. What was going on. And so um I really would, you know, would hope that he would take the time to think about how it's affecting you, how it's affecting first and foremost himself. Um, and you and your children, if you have any, and maybe grandchildren, um, because y'all have been together for a long time, but it just started in, in, increasing and intensing in the last, intensifying in the last 10 years. So, you know, you, you know, as Johnny said, you know, maybe a healthy um, break, but, you know, even before you get to that point, just like a, uh, and you over this, over these, this time frame, you probably have had conversations saying, um, you know, she probably has had a conversation saying, you know, if you don't get it together or if you don't go get help, I'm going to leave or whatever. Because sometimes that's the, you know, the yeah. the trek or the path that it happens, um, you know, when you have conversation after conversation and then nothing happens. And then, you know, the person just go back to doing what they've been doing. Yeah, no repercussions. Um, so if you say you're leaving yeah. and then you don't leave. But I think she just, yeah. the, the person that I was talking to was like their family member just at some point just got tired of being sick, you know, sick and tired of being yeah. sick and tired. Yeah. Um, and just um, removed, she even, I think, re- relocated and stuff like that or whatever, just to um, try to find just disconnect a different space yeah. to, just to, to be in. Yeah. And so, you know, I just think that, you know, a converse, a heart to heart conversation needs to happen. Um, if it's maybe an, even an intervention, because he ain't believing that he, you know, ha- has an issue. So maybe even an intervention of some sort. Yeah, um, but that interventions, th- this is the thing. When a person does not think what they're doing is harmful, hurtful, or de- um, destructive, mm-hmm. but they do it and they are they are minimizing what they're doing based mm-hmm. on the results of what they're doing. So crash cars hasn't hurt nobody, hasn't hurt itself. I mean, what's the big deal? I'm just having a little fun. People crash cars all the time. You know, DUI, yep, I got a DUI, but I didn't, you know, hurt nobody. Probably didn't, he probably didn't serve no jail time. Probably had to go to defensive driving class, whatever the case is. But that's that's it's escalating. Yeah, and the reality will actually come when unfortunately somebody else is hurt. Yeah. And I I pray to God that 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 never happens. I I hope he gets it before that happens cuz yeah. the 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 worst thing <laughs> the worst thing that an alcoholic can do is kill someone else while they're intoxicated. A pregnant woman, children or whatever. Mm-hmm. And this is the thing, they go into depression and then guess what they do? They drink more. So sometimes they don't pull out of that. But like I said in the beginning, that is him drinking. That's that's a byproduct of something else. Mm-hmm. So it's something else going on there. And he's medicating that, not dealing with it, ignoring it, you know, to drink and not have to feel it or deal with it or yeah. pass the time. So it's something else The a- alcoholics. And this is the thing, alcoholics, drug 
drug addiction, all this stuff, they are all byproducts of something yeah, else that's broken in a person. Yeah. So you got to, you got to, yeah, you got to deal with that. He got to deal with that. But a, se- a, a healthy separation is what we recommend, especially if he don't believe that that what he's doing is effective, if affecting anyone in a negative place and you've been dealing with it and it's affecting you because you probably stressed, worried, you but know, she still loves him, but you, you still, still love him. him. And that's, that's yeah, good. That's a but long time to be together. Yeah. So I, I get it. I, we both get it. You love people even when they doing the right thing, but yeah, they don't want to change what, you know, you just supposed to sit there until you get a phone call. That might take you into a depression the way you think I couldn't help him. But if he don't want no help, especially if he don't think he's doing nothing wrong, that he don't think he had a problem, then there ain't nothing you can do, sweetie. But I do, we do suggest a healthy separation. Get yourself together. Get stronger in your mind. Get your footing back in life. You know, kind of allow him to do what he do. And that's easier said than done because he got some great qualities about him. Mm-hmm. But this one thing, he needs help with. Yeah. He needs help with. Okay. So number two. Mm-hmm. I need some advice. I do not like my stepdaughters. Uh-oh. My husband and I dated for four years before getting married last year. I have three children <sighs> and he has two. He established a solid relationship with my kids prior to us getting married. But his grown daughters, 28 and 30, despite me, I'm sorry, despise me from the start. And now to the point it is now affecting our marriage. I've tried to be more than cordial on numerous occasions, but I'm done. While I know he will always be their father, I simply cannot tolerate their direct and intentional rudeness, disrespect and deception. I know he's torn, but he shouldn't have to feel like he has to choose. However, we are in, we are one in everything else, but that I've talked to him about it, but he seems to always defend them. Hmm. I feel like he's allowing us to be divided. I've warned him that once they finally get boyfriends, husbands, or babies, they'll change. But at what cost do I continue to deal with this madness? 28 and 30, Johnny. Four years ago. So let's talk about it. So I I feel like some parts of this is missing. Um four years ago, they got married four years ago. They were they dated four for years four ago. years before getting married yeah. last year. So um a question I you know, if I had if I was talking to this if we was talking to this individual um, together, I, what the question? One of the questions we will ask is, um, w- were you married before? For one, um, were both of y'all married before? Because you got children from prior relationships. So, were you married or were you just boyfriend and girlfriend? So that'd be one question. Number two, when y'all met, was it during the other relationship? That's the second thing. All right. 
So, but from the information that we have, what I would say is being a man, um, being a man, him, him, quote unquote, taking his kid's side is not, that's how you perceive it, but that's not really what it is. What, what is happening is it's, it's some type of guilt there because of, um, family. If it was a family, if he had a family with the, the, the girl's mother before that, and then they got a divorce or whatever the case is, he probably doesn't, he probably feel like, feel a little guilty about some of that part. So he has to do extra to make sure he keeps his relationship with them. Now, these are some grown women. That's what I was about and to you say. Because that you giving a yeah. whole bunch of out outlining no, stories. I'm that doing it. Now these but these we twenty eight and thirty. They grown women by number. That right. don't mean they grown right. women in their mind. Which means when they met, which was five years or four and a half years ago, she one was twenty four and the other one was like. 26. Yeah. So, but like I said, because of the backstory, not getting all the details of the backstory, it's kind of tough to um, give advice on this one. But what I would do with what y'all got, this is what I believe. So, at (laughs) he he got to realize that one, they are grown. They are they are adults. I say that they are adult Mm -hmm. number. Now they might be a little immature in their mind, but mm-hmm. they're an adult. Right. Um, he's gonna always be their father. But at the end of the day, y'all have to make a united front. He's mm-hmm. the only person that can stop this. Right. And the, this is the thing. He don't have to be harsh to them to stop it. Right. He just got to he it just has to when y'all are together making decisions, he has to come into that and let his kids know that they can't disrespect his wife. That part. And that's the part that got to happen. Now, like I said, we don't know the backstory, so he might be afraid that if he do that, then they're going to feel like, you know, he's taking your side, and then they might not stop talking to him, which is going to crush any father. Mm-hmm. And he's probably trying not to make that happen. I'm going to tell you, one of the one of the biggest things when it comes to men and their kids is the last thing they want to do is hurt their children. They don't want to do nothing to upset them. They want to make sure they stay, especially if it's some kind of gap in between there of them being connected and raising them. So, like I said, it's a lot of backstory information that I we would love to know. Mm-hmm. But from what y'all just gave us, y'all need to be a united front. Even if y'all don't agree on stuff, y'all don't need to... Even if y'all disagree on stuff y'all don't need to disagree in front of them they need to see that their father loves his wife and he loves his children but at some point in time them kids go find somebody and they go have their own life which means the time's probably going to be less for them but you know these these two girls might be hurt or you know disappointed or might be you know pissed because you know, they're trying to make sure you know you ain't finna replace my mama. And, you know, so it's a lot of it's a lot of expectations in the air that's not being communicated. But I, I can tell you what would defuse this from the start is he got the he got to step up. He got to step up and let him know you're not about to disrespect my wife, because when they get married and move on and live their life and have babies, it's going to still be you and, and the wife. 
y'all gonna still be together. So y'all got to nurture and protect y'all relationship. Yeah. At at any cost, even if it's against your own kids. They have to get an understanding. Now, I would easily say therapy needs to happen. Family therapy needs to happen. Cause some y'all need a mediator in between this because right now he don't have the heart to say to nothing say to his girls. To to yeah. yeah. And if if you feeling disrespected and isolated because of these situations, then that's a problem. That that is definitely a problem. Yeah. So that's my answer. Um I want to hear your answer. Then I got I gotta I gotta ride on y'all. I love y'all. I'm gonna be gonna see y'all. I'm I promise. Need to go take good care of y'all. I might send my my other manager in here to talk. Or might put Jay over here in this chair to, to talk a little bit, get some answers. Like you sick then. He can do it. Um he wise. You know, the the you know, Johnny gave all the uh surrounding, you know, questions that he would like to know. Um, you know, uh, well, what do you I, call it? Not so, but but just the from those aspects because that does make a difference when you're talking about yeah the core to of the give problem a, to give a clear to, right picture of what it is. But from what I see here now, just like you know, Johnny said, I'm not going to reiterate everything that he said said about those particulars that we would like to know. But here it is: um, if hubby does not get this in check, it's going to continue to go. Um, and the rudeness and the disrespect is going to continue because he's not saying anything about it. Um, he's not like Johnny says, um, he's not, you know, just being the man of the house to say, Hey, you know, we don't, you know, y'all don't have to be best friends, go shopping, go getting nails and toes done and all these things. However, you know, um, you, you know, will respect my wife. And at all, and, and, yeah. right at all times, and and you know, and and in the same token, you as the wife, you know, y'all just have a respect for one another and be cordial because that is their father. Now, if they coming into the house and just trying to, you know, tear up stuff and turn it out and do what they want to do and say what they want to say, then at some point, if he's not saying anything, at some point, as the wife, you know, I feel like. You would have to say something again, it because you despise them or don't like them. Um, then that's probably going to turn into a whole nother situation. Um, because they don't sound like they're going to just take it and walk out and just back off. But at the end of the day, the way to diffuse this situation is for hubby to man up and say, you know, this is my wife, this is who I've chosen to be with. And at the end of the day, like Johnny said, once and as you stated on here, when they get husbands or you know, boyfriends or whatever, um, child, they're going to leave y'all alone nine times out of 10, maybe. But, at but, you know, you find with this situation, again, it could be, you know, he does feel guilty. Maybe if he, you know, wasn't there for parts of their life or if, um, you know, the, the, if there was a breakup between his, their mom and, and him, you know, and then he got with you or just however, because it can happen in situations like that. Um, I know for me, um, I've dealt with a situation, you know, like that where it could have been, but you know, I could have been that daughter, but I wasn't because I chose not to be, um, in a part of my family dynamic, but it's a choice because you, people like that who want to cause strife and confusion and all these things, they do it because they're probably not happy with their life. 
or what's going on in their life. And, you know, we don't want their dad to be happy either. Um, you know, also with these type of questions, I'm curious to know, like, um, what was the beginning of the relationship? Like when y'all first met, you know, were you, are you truly, were you truly a nice person or was there some maliciousness on your end? Hopefully there wasn't. Um, and again, if this, like I said, if this is a situation where, um, this is not if there's, but this is a situation where hubby, you know, needs to step up and say, listen, you know, this is, this is my family. This is who I'm with. You know, if he has, he, he created, um, a healthy, you know, relationship with your kids as you all dated and then got married. And now here his two daughters are and they're adults, adult age, as Johnny said, cause age doesn't always equal maturity. Um, there needs to be some type of boundaries put there. Yeah. Because if there's not, then it's not going to get any better. It's just going to get worse. And again, from like I say, from a situation from, um, you know, a, a part of my family dynamic, I could have very well been that daughter. Yeah. But I chose not to be. Just because it just didn't matter of for me, it didn't matter what the dynamics were around it. I just acted how, you know, with love and compassion and kindness and all these things because you know if it seems to me if you and him are happy and you're making him happy that the daughters would want him to be happy and that's yeah that's my biggest thing if why why wouldn't the daughters if he makes you happy why wouldn't the daughters want that for their father are they being selfish to where right. they want to be number one right. in, in their father life and you're not taking the place and right. you're not going to take your, you know. And like Dieter said, I forgot that point. You know, were you nice? Were you kind in the beginning? Inviting. Did it start off? Yeah, because it's always Did three sides off? to the story. Yeah. So we want to, you know, we want to know. But like I say, that at the end of the day, that's that's where the answer lies. The 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 conclusion for this matter is and it, it, even if it calls for a family, a round table. Everybody get together because the best that. way to put things on the table is to put it on the table and uh, talk about it. Now I need you to talk about something else because I want to talk. I want these other questions. Did you just put your back in the camera I to did. the people? Your booty and your back? Hopefully I'll be back before she finishes. He won't be. He's shaking his head, but he's not going to do it. <laughs> he does it. <laughs> he was lying. He over there doing Austin Craft. He not paying me no attention. Um, but yeah, like legit and daughters, like you know, if, if I could see if the no, I can't see because at the end of the day, I was gonna say I could see if you know she wasn't doing your daddy right and this, that, and the other. But at the end of the day, in the beginning of the next, that's his relationship. So govern yourselves accordingly and let your daddy have his relationship. Okay? Okay. Excuse me. So I'm going to go to the third question. Johnny didn't want me to, but I am. Okay? So I hope y'all okay with just me being here. Um, I asked uh, Jameson if he got something to say, but he tries to be incognito. Um, the third one says, my husband and I got married young and broke. Me and Johnny did too. 
You trying to figure out if y'all did? Y'all got married young and broke? Yeah, Jaden did too. I'm just, you know, we just trying to all to make you feel good and let you know that you're not by yourself. We actually didn't know a lot about each other when we met. It was a whirlwind romance, I suppose. Okay. That or he put it on me real, real good and I couldn't shake him. But now we are 10 years in and he is just as unfocused. Oh, Lord. And lofty as he could be. I, I would venture to say he is trying to figure out who he is. But he is dragging me along with him and it's stressing me out. First, he was a police officer and that was fine. But he was never around. Then he was a truck driver, but he didn't like that. Now he's in between jobs and is trying to find what he is passionate about. Meanwhile, I am a nurse and have been a nurse since I graduated college. So as you can imagine, the instability and finances are falling in my lap. It is not the money, really. I just need my life to be a little more predictable since my job is not. People are always saying, be his peace or helpmate, but it ain't nothing to help, sis. Oh, how do I motivate him or undergird him when he doesn't know what he's doing and neither do I? Well, Lord, if this ain't a good question. So because Johnny had to leave, what I'm going to do is give my take on this. I'm going to answer it piece by piece. And then um, we're going to do a second part to this. Okay. Um, And then in that second part, Johnny will um, answer, give his response to this. And then we'll do the other question that we have. Okay. So you says your, you and your husband got married young and broke again, Johnny and I did as well. Um, we didn't know about each a lot. It says we actually didn't know a lot about each other when we met. Um, Johnny and I did because we were together for from 14 until about until 19 when we got married with a brief breakup. So we knew quite a bit about each other. Um, we were children, but we knew a lot about each other. Um, um, it wasn't a whirlwind romance for us because it wasn't, like I said, we were children basically. Um, and yeah, he probably put it, he probably put it on you real, real good. And so now you're here 10 years in and he's just as unfocused and as lofty as he can be. So my question, um, would be, I would love to know how old you are, were when you got married. Um, if you were anything like us, we were 19, um, yeah, we were 19. Um, Johnny maybe had turned 20 and I was still 19 for a couple months until I turned 20. But um, it's just a matter of, it says he's lofty, meaning he's just, you know, just unfocused all over the place. Um, and he is trying to figure out who he is. Um, and it, I, you say he's dragging you along with him and is stressing you out. Well, um, you're with him. And so you knew that he was unfocused and lofty when you married him. Um, so I'm, and I'm not in no means, am I trying to be, you know, funny about it or dismiss how you feel, but it is what it is because when Johnny was younger, we got married younger. I knew that he didn't basically didn't have a clue. Um, I was in love, love. So I thought, yeah, I was, uh, pines and, pining and crazy about Johnny and had to be with him, had to touch him, had to talk to him, you know, had to be around him. He was my everything. And so that probably was the same thing for you as well. And so what happens with that is 
now you look to um, this person that you're crazy about to fulfill every need and to do everything and to be everything, to be your all in all. But when, the, you know, when this dust clears and, you know, um, the, this, all the stars are going out of the, you know, the eye, the glasses that you're seeing through, then you see that here's this person, um, this young man who got married young, really doesn't know who he is and tr- literally trying to find out who he is. Okay. Um, uh, let me go back to where I was. Um, Johnny had, when we talk about this on other episodes of the podcast, that Johnny had um, a lot of jobs. Um, <laughs> he worked in produce at grocery stores. Um, he drove trucks. Um, he did night stocking work. Um, yeah. He was, and he went to several grocery stores. He would come home one day with a beer in his hand and say, uh, babe, come out on the porch. Let's talk. And I'd be like, okay. And he'd say, well, I got good news and I got bad news. Okay. Give me the bad news first. Well, baby, the bad news is that I quit my job because they weren't going to be talking to me like that. But the good news is I got another one and I start tomorrow. So he was lofty, unfocused all over the place. He is trying to find himself. And for me, um, I think in that moment, I felt like I was kind of being, I don't know if it was dragged, um, because I, in spite of all that happening, I still loved him and I still wanted to be with him. Um, you signed up for it when you married him because you married him. Y'all got married young. And now that you're focused and you know what you want to do and you're actually in it. Um, you know, I know you're stressed. Um, to help him at this point, you know, I would agree you, if you really know that God put y'all together and y'all didn't put y'all together and you really are called to be with him, then stick beside him, help him, try to help him figure out. Okay. So you're uh, what kind of nurse are you? Um, it didn't say a specific kind, but you're a nurse and y'all you're carrying y'all and, and that can be rough. That can be rough on you. But if you really love him and he's really trying to figure out what he's doing and what's going on, then I would say, you know, stick beside him, baby. You know, let me help you write a plan out. Let me help you. You know, what is it that you like doing that, you know, you would do for free? Nobody would have to pay you for. Um, And maybe start right there and just have a, um, you know, just have a an honest conversation with how you need him to try to be, you know, and get stable, um, for you, for your family, for himself first, um, you know, and ask him, you know, I don't know if you're, you know, spiritual, have a relationship with God or if he does or whatever, but like ask him to, you know, as Johnny always says, you know, ask God to introduce him to the, him that he created him to be because he he is, he's looking for identity and, you know, trying to figure it out. And he's just all over the place. But he's not stable and, you know, and, 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 and strong in who he is and who God created him to be. Um, again, you know, I, I, I stuck beside Johnny because, and I always say this, his mama, his mama told me, you marry potential. And I did. I really did. The one thing that I can say is, though, 
even though at times he was all over the place and, and, and uh, unfocused, he always kept a job, period. That that was a, a, a no brainer. He always and 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 it, it, he even though he would come home, and this would happen, you know, within months of each other, he would come home and you know he 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 left because they was talking to him crazy. He always had another job that he had before he came home, before he got to be and came home. He had a job, another job to start the next day. So if 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 he's committed to still working, stick beside him, encourage him, you know. Tell him he the baddest and, and you can do all things through Christ and 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 help him, you know, be that to him. Make help him make a plan and help him kind of figure it out. And so, you know, my um the way that I navigated that was because I, I too got frustrated. I'm like, Well, Lord, what is gonna be next? You know, like he was one minute he was, you know, lifting weights and eating healthy and then and I'm talking about Johnny. And then the next minute he want talk, telling me something like he was going to start smoking cigars. Like what? And guess what? And I told him, I said, well, then you're not going to be living here because I can't do that. And so, of course, you know, that was a fly by night. So it never happened. But um, at the end of the day, like I said, if you know that he is, um, you know, if he has, you know, that he wants to do right by you, has a great heart and really wants to just search. And he, and he is. That's it sounds like exactly what it is. Um, and my, my husband actually wrote a book, um, the GPS of a man, um, the GPS, is it up there, Jameson? The, the GPS of a man's journey right over there. Ta, ta, da, da. I think you can see it up there. Um, it's actually on Amazon. Um, or you can message us at, um, info at moments with the Um, go to the website, um, but you know, get that and maybe get that for him because that can give him some insight because in, in Johnny's book, he talks about how he was, you know, all over the place and how, he, what he was thinking about in his mind at the time and how he was processing things and what it was like to have a wife and, and, and children and all these things and how he was trying to maneuver, but you know, take care of us, but still find out, find his place and you know who he was, um, it says, um, and I would say, you said people are saying, always saying, be his peace or helpmate, but it ain't nothing to help. Well, I, I digress, you know, and I, I don't agree with that because you say he was doing something. He was a police officer. Um, then he was a truck driver. And so now he's trying to figure it out, like be his helpmate, be, you know, be his peace because anybody could just, uh, be that wife that, you know, bickers or nags out of frustration or whatever. But I feel like is you didn't, you could on here, you didn't say that he was just didn't have a job at all and wasn't trying. You didn't say that. You said he, you know, was the police officer away from home all the time and truck driving. He didn't like that. So, you know, kind of, like I said, sit down with him and help be that solution minded person in the marriage to help him figure out what, you know, what he wants to do or what, what he wants to try and then be like, look, look, Lord, well, no, go to the Lord first. Lord, please help my husband, you know, come into the, you know, there's just the whole fruition of who he is in you and what he's supposed to be doing and help me to help him put a plan together or whatever. So we can have stability in our family and all these things. So it's really about what you're willing to do to help him get to where he needs to get to. So y'all can be, um, 
get to that place where y'all can build a good foundation for your family. Um, how do I motivate him or undergird him when he doesn't know what he's doing? And neither do I just at, listen, we ask the Lord, ask the Holy spirit for guidance and direction and answers. You know, you went, you, you went to school, you went to college, you graduated at a, at, as a nurse. Uh, that's the field that you're in. Sometimes it's not as easy for them. And so prayer, much prayer, conversation, communication with him. You know, like I say, ask, maybe ask him, what would you do, babe? What, what is it that you would do? Um, and nobody would have to pay you to do it. That could be a start. Or what is in his hand? You know, what has the Lord put in his hand as far as, you know, um, something that something that he could do with, with his hand or start his own business or, um, you know, instead of uh, driving a truck, maybe buying a truck if y'all can, and put somebody in it. And then him, you know, manage and, and uh, what do you call it, um, dispatch that truck and then maybe add on some more trucks to it. And that could be his business. I'm just saying that way he could be home and he could dispatch his house, his home, his trucks out of the house. So it's just different things that you have to sit down and say, like I say, okay, Lord, give me uh, direction. Give me clarity on how I can help my husband figure out, you know, what he wants to do. Um, you didn't say that he, you know, just a deadbeat ain't doing nothing or, you know, he's beating you or doing this or that crazy or whatever, but there's a, there's a remedy to this. And eventually, um, you know, we found out what, what that was, um, for Johnny and he begat, you know, became, you know, more stable. Um, he became more focused, uh, he, but his, his relationship grew with, with, you know, with Christ and, you know, he began to really, um, just see like I am somebody and I've been sent here with a purpose, um, for a purpose and he allowed God to show him and he's still showing him. Um, but he was open to it. And so I just say like, sis, stick beside him, stick beside him help him, be there for him, encourage him, even though you might feel like cussing him out in your mind, you know, encourage him, speak what you want to see happen in your, in your husband and in your relationship. Um, and I just say, speak, I believe in after you've prayed and after you've had the conversation heart to heart with your husband to try to help him get a plan together and stuff like that, that speak, into him and affirm him, you know, y'all say y'all affirmations together and just, you know, tell him who he is. Cause that's going to make him, you know, that's going to make his chest puff out real, real, real big, but just tell him who he is, tell him who he is. And, and even if you got to do it and remind him constantly, cause I still do it for Johnny, even though we, we are year 30 and uh, 30, this, this month is 36 years of us since we met. But yeah. That's a long time. I'm 50, over half my life, more than half my life um, since I've known him. But um, just just put those things in place, and I promise you, you may see a, a new man emerge out of it. Um, and so that's my, that's my, you know, that's my answer to you, and I hope that helps um, with what you're dealing with because sometimes it can seem like you're the only one dealing with it, but you're really not. Um, when you bear your heart and your soul and, you know, your, your truth to your spouse, your mate who, 
you because you didn't say nothing about divorcing him. You, you're asking, like, you know, what should you do? How can you help him? That's how you can help him. Listen to him and listen to him and listen to understand not to respond, but to understand so you can maybe, you know, the Lord will give you some ways of a plan that you can help him create if he doesn't know by himself and maybe ask him those thought provoking questions. Um, you didn't like to drive trucks, but you think maybe you would like to dispatch them. You, you know, you knew what you learned a little bit about them. You know, maybe we could buy one and then you dispatch it and then maybe add a few others to the fleet. And then that could be, you know, your source of income. Um, it, it's a start because you got to start somewhere and where you start ain't, ain't always where you end up at. Some people do get out of school and get a good job and work that job for, what, 30 years, 30, 35, 40 years, however long, and they retire from it, and that's what they do. That's what that's what happened with my dad. Um, but at the end of the day, that's not everybody's testimony. Um, and so, again, I'm going to tell you for maybe the third or fourth time, stick beside him. Stick beside him. You've grown with him for this long. Stick beside him. Trust me, because there were days that I thought with Johnny, like, Lord, what am I doing? But I had to remember you married him as a boy. And you were a girl. Y'all were children that had children, a lot of children, and trying to figure it out because neither did I know. But I knew that God had us. And so that's who I leaned on, even when I didn't know the answers to give Johnny, even when I didn't know, you know, what to say to him, you know, how to encourage him. Or whatever, I learned how to do it. And that was from conversations with, you know, his mom and, you know, talking about relationships and different things like that or whatever, and encouragement and stuff like that from, you know, my mom and just different things like that. But we figured it out and we got through it. We went through it. And so we grew, ended up growing up together, bumping our head. Me being irritated with him because of this, that, or the other. You know, him being irritated with me because of this, that, or the other. Us making, you know, childish mistakes and, and decisions and and falling but getting back up and falling several, several, many, many, many times but getting back up. Uh, went through, you know, um, having a, you know, was getting into Flipping houses with a couple that didn't work out, didn't work out. We was going, you know, do a nonprofit with another couple. You know, that didn't work out. We had a, a trucking company <laughs> that didn't work out. So you go through a lot of things. And like I said, the numerous jobs that Johnny had, but it, it just, it, it's a part of the process. But we're here today and we're stronger and we're better because of it. And so I know my husband is going to want to add on to this because that's just who he is. Um, so, again, I hope that helps. Um, and I know I've said that and then I've added more into it, but I'm going to stop right here. Um, for all things Mobleys, uh, you can go to www.momentswiththemobleys.com. Um, send questions through uh, the link on there. Um uh, we have the info at momentswiththemobleys.com. We are also, I already gave you the website. We are on um, all social media outlets as Moments with the Mobleys, except for Twitter. On Twitter, we're Mobley Moments. Um, and we just, you know, from time to time we do um, get questions and get them together and answer them because um, 
our testimony is what is going to help the next couple or the next, you know, five, 10, 15, 20, couple hundred couples who think that they're dealing with the issue and that nobody has gone through it before. But it's always a lie and a trick of, of the enemy to make you think, um, to isolate you, to make you think that you are the only one going through that issue. But truth is, you know, like we had a conversation um, with somebody a couple of days ago, the truth is uh, the details and the specifics may be different, but it's the same scenario. And so that testimony is what we use to encourage um, free um, and uplift other couples who are going through the same thing. So again, um, hubby had to go, um, cause he had another meeting, um, that he had to get on. But, um, I hope the, 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 que- the answers helped these questions. Uh, I hope there are spark conversations in your relationships that will get you to thinking, um, and to help you create questions to ask your spouse. Um, so y'all can figure out how to deal with these issues because they are not, they, they don't have to be the end of your relationship. Um, it's just sometimes we get in these places where we think that this is it, you know, I'm not dealing with nothing else no more. I can't, um, it's over, you know, kaput, you know, I'm just out of here. But, um, with prayer, communication, putting some tools and some, uh, things in place, some plans in place. The Bible says, write division and make it plain. You know, write it down. Of course, the Lord always does more and, and may change you and might take you to here, there, and everywhere before you get to your destination. But it's a part of the plan, and it's just making you better for where you're going. So um, I guess I'm going to do me and Johnny tonight. Um, so I am Johnny Mobley's wife, Deidre Mobley, and this has been uh, Moments with the Mobleys. Uh, where we are just an ordinary couple, but we have extraordinary purpose in the earth. And so thank you all for chilling with us. Patrons, thank you. Uh, Mob stars, thank you. Uh, We just appreciate your uh, support and all that good stuff. The next uh, date night is Saturday, August 20th at 6.30 at um, the Chocolate Martini Bar. If you don't have your tickets, go cop them off of the website, momentswiththemobleys.com. Um, y'all, we gonna have fun. We gonna have, um, y'all know we like to sing. So we, well, I like to sing. Johnny, just echo with me. Uh, we're gonna do karaoke. We're gonna have, um, mock candles in the house. Um, we making candles, y'all. I'm, I'm so excited about that. Um, we gonna have, um, just a little bit conversation because it's a date night. Um, not a whole lot now. We ain't there to answer questions about, you know, uh, Y'all having financial issues and y'all want to pull us to the side and ask us questions. That's not what that night is for. Um, However, you know, good food. You're responsible for your food and your drinks. We're going to bring a great experience. We have great prizes, um, little takeaways, bags. I'm excited. Can you tell? Um, But um, I'm just trying not to mess up the microphone or, you know, anything else by knocking it over. But, um, yeah, so if you can come out. Um, the married partners, the grown and sexy, um, get cute ladies, husbands, get dapper, um, and come on out and enjoy the evening with us on the patio at chocolate martini bar. Okay. Um, it's been good talking to y'all tonight. Take care.
night night. Um, I had a snack, but I'm going to get me some uh, substance, some substance now. Okay. Talk to y'all later. Um, I guess I got to do the, um, that for Johnny. Um, and then I'll be like, um, night night for me. Okay. See y'all next time. The rest of the questions on part two, well, Johnny's answer to this third question. And then, uh, the rest of the questions on part two, stay tuned. Make sure you listen to that one as well. Okay. Y'all have a good night. Bye.